Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow messy life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 27, The Kind of Messy That Needs to Be Washed Clean. Today, I will talk about messy relationships and how they truly can become clean through the love of the gospel. Hope you listen in. I feel it in my gut as it tears at my heart, how I have said the harsh word, been quick to accuse, to not believe the best of the kindest person I have ever known, my husband. It cuts me to the quick, this mess I have made. A dear friend married shortly before I did said it well. You don't really see your sin until you get married. Of course it's there before and you see it in points, but there's nothing like having that person right with you day in and day out. And then you start a family and you raise kids together and well, it all happens. It's doubly hard because I have seen too many conflicts in my life. Terrible messes with words thrown and then no resolution at least not that I could see. Messy is real. Messy is the hard truth of our lives, this side of glory. We know messes will be made. That's why we needed Jesus to come and rescue us. But that rescuing, it can't be an excuse for not cleaning up those messes, those ones which need his cleansing blood, fresh. 17 years of marriage and the messes have been many. Though I shouldn't be surprised, it still does shock me how I can even be a little cold towards this warm-hearted man who has loved me fully with so much self-sacrifice in the hell of our darkest days. But it does happen. I do mess up. This is just part and parcel of this life. However, where it really counts is not the messing up in the first place but what we do with that fresh mess stinking up the places of our lives. This, this here, is the journey of our days on this earth. How will we respond when we have wronged another? Will we pretend it didn't happen, hope it goes away, or will we humble ourselves? The gospel isn't really true for us until it's true right here. Will we receive the healing grace of God to come home to his forgiveness and then ask in his name for the forgiveness of another? I hope and pray so. The problems of our world, the broken things all around are the result of turning our backs on the gospel and therefore on our brothers and sisters, those with whom we share this world and more the kingdom of God. I think of the pain in my heart when forgiveness has been sought and not received. Yet truly, I can know I am clean before the Father because I have done my part, but it still hurts when reconciliation does not happen. But if we all purpose to know our hearts before God, not being afraid of the ugly roots of sin within them, we can know his gorgeous love as we never would otherwise, as he comes into those ugly roots and he pulls them out in his own name and leaves a heart of hearts that is hungering and desiring him. This perspective of looking at my own heart, it's given me compassion when I am wronged and the other can't see what they have done. 
I can love and forgive them, knowing deep down they are in pain because they are not right in this area where they have sinned and are blind to it or will not recognize it. It is truly a terrible way to live. And with this compassion comes the commitment in my heart of hearts to always be willing to see my broken places. Wouldn't there be such healing in this world, in God's church too, if we would all commit to letting the gospel wash over our messy sin between ourselves and others? Oh, how I pray for this new day, a holy rising up of gospel living, healing so much which the enemy has greedily taken from those who love Jesus. Before I go and ask forgiveness from my husband yet again, I will remember to declare that there is no fear in his love, for he is the light shining through all of these messy places of sin, and he cannot, will not, ever, ever, ever be overcome. I trust this meditation on the gospel has encouraged and challenged you. May your heart be quick to know the love of God in Jesus so that you can see all of those relational messes washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, and my current series on vulnerability, go to my newly redesigned website by my lovely niece, who I will brag on for forever. It's abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are some great freebies, including my newly released ebook, Highways to Zion, available on Kindle, Barnes & Noble Nook, um, Scribd, Kobo, I think there's something else, but that's all I have linked on the website. And you can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I would like to leave you with the favorite passage which God has used time and again to redirect my heart towards the gospel and loving others. It's Philippians 2 verses 1 through 11, and I'll be reading from the Passion Translation. Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the Anointed One. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. You've experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the Anointed One, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. 
Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name in the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, his Father. And all I can say is hallelujah and amen. He is exalted forever in all of the places, heaven above and hell below and earth in between. He is exalted. And may that love, that love that is beyond all imagining, so fill you today as your messages are washed clean. Oh, I pray that they are. There's just one mess that you can think of that you could wash clean in forgiveness today. Would you do it? And I would love to meet you here again next time.